Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I always love hooking up with my main man, Rich Sermonello from the Maxwell Club. It's time for the Maxwell Minute. Hey, Scotty, uh, week nine is upon us, so uh, we're going to take a look at some uh, Maxwell Spotlight players. I'll give you some inside baseball. At the committee, we've been looking for a running back to champion all season long. Uh, You know, maybe it's Ray Davis at Kentucky, Audrick Estime at Notre Dame, Jonathan Brooks, Jamar Jordan at Louisville. There were some good candidates. But nobody who's made us stand up and say, yeah, that's a semifinalist that we can count on. But I think we might have one now in Ollie Gordon II, OG2 out of Oklahoma State. Yeah, another in a very long line of great Oklahoma State backs. You can go back to Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders, recently Chuba Hubbard. Ollie Gordon, who was not even a factor in September over the last four weeks, Scott, 707 yards on the ground, seven total touchdowns, 282 rushing last week against West Virginia, and now he's got a primetime game against Cincinnati leading into next week against Oklahoma. Oklahoma State very quietly has become a sneaky good Big 12 team. They've won three in a row. They've regrouped at five and two. They only have one conference loss. And with Ollie Gordon running the ball the way he is, the Cowboys could be a factor in this Big 12 race. Looks like it's going to be Texas, Oklahoma, but watch the Cowboys and watch Ollie Gordon at 8 o'clock against Cincinnati. The other spotlight I'm looking at is probably the biggest game of the week, and I don't care what they call it in Jacksonville. This will always be the world's largest outdoor cocktail party to me. Florida, Georgia, in Jacksonville. This is Carson Beck's first game without Brock Bowers. Beck is the young first-year starting quarterback for Georgia. Uh, Brock Bowers, and understandably so, that's been his security blanket throughout the season. Best tight end in the country. I think he's a future pro bowler beginning uh, next season when he gets to the NFL. But Carson Beck needs to use this game with Florida to develop better chemistry with his wide receivers. He's got good veterans. Lad McConkey is healthy. Uh, Marcus Rosamy, Jack Saint is healthy. He's got a couple of good transfers in Ra-Ra Thomas and Dominic Lovett, who played in the SEC. So for Carson Beck, and he's going to kind of bully his way into the Maxwell Award spotlight, get in the mix a little bit. He needs to develop that chemistry with with wide receivers because Florida's playing well. They won back-to-back games, and Graham Mertz is hitting on 76% of his passes. So big game for Carson Beck, big game for Georgia this weekend in Jacksonville. My man, Rich Sermonello, bringing the goods. You get it all from Rich. I always love having him on and doing shows with him as well. All right, let's pick it up where we left off. Now, I told you last week the young gun hit the Steelers-Rams game. Now he's flown to Madtown for the Whiskey Buckeye game. Good for the young gun. Uh, I know he got a great outcome at SoFi last week. I don't know how invested he is in the Wisconsin Badgers. Hopefully he's just going there to party uh, and get it going because I got a bad feeling uh, for the Badgers here on Saturday night. It's minus 14 and a half for Ohio State. 45 and a half is the total. I just don't think they're going to score. It's like my same problem with Florida. 
Mordecai's out. They got the backup in. I think Ohio State's going to hammer him, Scotty. Didn't they uh, lose to Iowa or something like that? Like, wasn't that like... Correct. At home. They couldn't they score against Iowa. Iowa in Camp Randall. How are they going to score against Ohio State? You may be right. It may be a sucker play. I think the whole world's taking the 14 and a hook, thinking it's automatic. And uh, they, they may not score four points, let alone 14. Uh, next, it's we haven't seen Dion in Colorado since they blew that 29-point lead against Stanford in Boulder a couple weeks ago. Now they're going out to the Rose Bowl to take on Chip Kelly and UCLA. They're catching 15 and a half here, Scotty. 61 and a half's the total. Again, UCLA's D, really good. Uh, I think Colorado's going to have a hard time here on Saturday. Yeah, I think there's this Bruins all day at the Rose Bowl with their defense, and uh, Colorado doesn't play any defense. No, they do not, uh, which is what makes me think about the 61.5, but I think UCLA's defense is good enough that I think it stays under uh, that fat number as well. All right, here we go. Let's get the racks up. Florida State visiting Wake this week, Scotty. Of course, a fat number there for them on the road. Oklahoma and Kansas and Lawrence. Indiana going to Penn State. Uh, massive number. So I'm sure this week, James Franklin, the worst big game coach in college football, will probably lay some 50-burger on Indiana to try to make up for it last week. South Carolina getting 15 and a half. Uh, now 16 in Texas A&M. And Pitt visits Notre Dame. 20 and a half's the number. I know Pitt kind of sucks, Scotty, but I don't know if I trust the Irish uh, off of by laying the 20 and a half at home. Yeah, I still think uh, Notre Dame rolls Pitt, to be honest with you. I think AM's going to spank South Carolina at Kyle Field. I think Penn State will be up 40 to nothing at the half. I think they'll cover against Indiana. When are people going to realize that uh, Allen can't coach? I guess never. Uh, Oklahoma, Kansas, I want no part of that uh, because, like, yeah. you, you would think it's, you know, Oklahoma always has a problem with this team. I don't know what it is, uh, but, you know, I guess mm -hmm. the play is Kansas. And I think uh, in Winston-Salem, Wake Forest with that 20 and a hook, I think is live against Florida State. I think, I think those Florida State kids think they have easy work tomorrow on the road, and it's going to be anything but. We've already seen Florida State not cover on the road this year in places like Chestnut Hill, Scotty. Uh, so you never know what could happen in Winston-Salem. BYU visits Texas. We played Sarkeesian yesterday. It's going to be, uh, of course, Malik Murphy at quarterback. Uh, that is a fat number. Duke in Louisville. Purdue visits Nebraska. Virginia into Hard Rock. Miami laying a big number after beating Clemson last week. And Washington laying almost four touchdowns at Stanford. You know, I thought I really want no part of this Texas game with the kid filling in for yours. I'm not laying that kind of piece, even though I think Texas will roll BYU. The Louisville Duke game is interesting because Duke's defense is fantastic. If their quarterback doesn't go down last week, I think they uh, wouldn't have been beat by 18 by Florida State. I'll tell you that much. They might have won the game. I don't know if Louisville covers that number against them at Cardinal Stadium. And then I think Nebraska will beat Purdue because Purdue's awful. I think Miami's going to beat up on Virginia. But I, I, I'll take that back. The way Virginia played North Carolina, if they play remotely like that, Miami won't cover because Miami Fs around every week they play. Every game they play, they F around. They, they have around with everybody. So they will play down to Virginia's level at Hard Rock tomorrow, guaranteed. I want nothing to do with the Canes. Uh, and Washington Stanford, uh, I'll tell you what, you know, they couldn't they couldn't cover last week against Arizona State. Now you're gonna tell me they're gonna go to Palo Alto and win by twenty eight? I don't believe that either. Uh they've suddenly uh seem more pedestrian to me. I would never lay that much with Miami. I don't care who they're playing. I would never lay that many points with Miami. No, no way. shot. I wanna be a part of that. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you want to get into betting and you're looking for the right app to get into for a sportsbook, use BetMGM Sportsbook app. Download it on iOS or Android in the Play Store or go to BetMGM.com. New users, they got a 1500 bonus bets. They'll pay you back 1500 if you lose your bet. So open your account, put 10 in, start betting. You can bet up to 1500 if you lose the wager they're going to put 1500 in bonus bets into your account immediately after the wager is settled. You're going to love it. Use the bonus code SG1500. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions and have a blast on BetMGM Sportsbook app. You're good to go with a 1500 bonus bet backing you. You're loving life. Have to be. All right, we have a lot to do before you do the double shot with Adam Clappen. One more rack of games here uh, for college football, Scotty. USC, uh, off of a couple bad games, obviously, now goes to Cal Berkeley, uh, where they're going to be laying 10.5 on the road. We've got Air Force looking to keep the undefeated season going at Fort Collins. They're laying two tutties. Tennessee and Kentucky, you and Gabe were talking about that one earlier. North Carolina laying 11.5 on the road at Georgia Tech. And late night, the bailout blowout, 10.30 p.m. East kick, my favorite window of the day. Oregon State on the road to Tucson laying a field goal. Look, Oregon State's better than Arizona, right? And that number's not that, uh, you know, complicated. You're laying three. Uh, Marenzi said it best. Arizona's always getting all these points in all these games yep. that they're close in. They're getting 15, 17, 20, 11. They're always getting all these points. Now they're getting three at home. Oregon State goes in there and beats them. North Carolina gets right against Georgia Tech. Tennessee always beats Kentucky. They're going to roll them. And then I like Colorado State with that fat 14-piece in Fort Collins. I've always told you, they play dirty. I, I, you know, look, you, you may not like it. I love teams <laughs> that play dirty. I love teams that go and they'll hurt you. They'll do anything to win. They'll cheat. They'll lie, steal, cheap shots, head shots. I don't care. I like that 14-piece against Air Force. Even though Air Force is going to run the ball all day on them, Colorado State beat Boise on the Hail Mary. Be careful. They're tough in Fort Collins. And USC gets right against Cal and gets it done at Berkeley. They finally win a game big. There is one other really late night kick that I love too. Uh, six and one UNLV at six and one Fresno State. Late night, 10 30 kick uh, out at Fresno. UNLV catching nine and a half in that game, Scotty. Uh, I kind of like Too the Rebs points. with the number. Too many points. Uh, I like both, the Rebs with the number. They're, they both have yeah. one loss. They're both good teams. UNLV means business. It's way too many points. Uh, it certainly is. All right, there you go. College football weekend. Let's make it happen. NBA, big slate tonight. Uh, quickly, Dame time. What a debut. 39, Scotty, uh, for the Bucks as they beat the Sixers 118 to 117. Lakers beat the Suns 100 to 95. LeBron had a big night. And obviously, we talked about this yesterday. Like, is this going to be what the Suns are all year, Scotty? Like, one night, uh, Durant's going to play, and Beal and Booker aren't, and then the next night, uh, Booker will play, and Durant won't. Like, how are they going to win 50 games plus like that? How are they going to do that every night, not having a whole team out there? 
Well, I'll tell you one thing. They had no business losing that game last night. They led by 12 at the start of the fourth quarter, and they lost by five. Go figure. Uh, Booker, Beal out. Everyone bet on L.A., and everyone lost their money. Uh, of course, same thing in the NFL. Tannehill's not playing. It's going to be uh, Levis and Malik Willis. They have no chance. They'll, they'll win. And then you bet on a team that has nobody playing, they'll win. Uh, it always happens because everyone thinks it's automatic when these guys don't play that they're not going to play. Look, uh, the Suns should have won that game last night, but you're right. Uh, it's going to be a weird thing every night to see. Look, Durant misses two months every year. I mean, he goes on a two-month yes. vacation every year. He's always got some malady. He's always out. He'll, he'll miss a month and a half straight. Automatic. Every year. Yeah, no doubt. Every single year. All right, let's roll tonight. The Hornets, after an opening night win over the Hawks, are home again. They have the Pistons coming in, who gave the Heat a real good game. Minus four and a half right now for Charlotte. 226 and a half the total. Look, I bet on uh, Charlotte this morning and laid four against the Pistons. Look, I'm worried about Cade Cunningham. I'll say that much mm -hmm. uh, for the Pistons. But I love LaMelo, and I think this team looked really good the other night in their first uh, game, and they're at home. I'm going to roll Charlotte. Knicks and the Hawks both off an opening night loss in Atlanta tonight. Knicks minus one and a half, road favorite 228 and a half. I like the under. Well, so it's it's flipped all day because I got the Knicks getting yep. two and a half at minus a yep. buck fifteen this morning. I'm going to take a shot with the Knicks. The thing I'm worried about is that uh, Ice Trey owns the Knicks, but more so at the Garden than he does down in Hot Town. The Nuggets visit Memphis. Uh, Nuggets, of course, won their first game. They are laying five and a half on the road, two twenty-one and a half total. I mean, this line jumped two, two and a half points uh, in a matter of hours, and I don't trust it as far as you can spit. When it first came out at three and a half, I was all over Denver, and then it went to five and a half, and I want no part of it because I think everyone still thinks Denver's going to go in there and kick their ass, and I think Bain and company have other ideas. I think the five and a half's live on the Grizzlies' side. Heat visit Boston to take on the Celtics. Both teams won their first game. Celtics minus eight and a half here. 217 and a half the total. Look, uh, I think Boston's going to get it done at home. I love that team now with Holiday and, and Porzingis uh, along with Tatum and Brown. And Brown did nothing in their opener, and they still beat the Knicks. I think they get it done at home tonight over the Heat. I thought the Heat looked bad in their uh, opening win by one point over Detroit. Uh, Thunder stay on the streets after the win in Chicago. Now they're in Cleveland. They're catching three and a half from the Cavs, 227 and a half the total. Look, I, I love OKC uh, as a team, but I think this is a dangerous spot for them tonight in Cleveland. I think Spida and the Cavs win their home opener uh, at the queue and get it done. Bulls minus two and a half at home against the Raptors, another 217 and a half total. I think uh, DeRozan and the Bulls actually beat the Raptors tonight in Chicago. And, uh, you know, they had their meeting and all this. I don't think that has anything to do with it. They got spanked by a better team the other night. Tonight, I think they can beat Toronto. I'm not uh, sold on Toronto just because they won their opener uh, at home. We'll see if Wembenyama can stay out of foul trouble tonight. Spurs minus three and a half at home against the Rockets, 224 and a half total. I like the uh, Spurs tonight, and I think Wemby has over 20. Brooklyn heads to Dallas where they get to see their old friend Kyrie Irving. Nets catching five and a half in Dallas, 230 and a half the total. Uh, I got Luka and the Mavs at home getting it done and covering. Clippers are in Utah, four and a half point road favorites, 227 and a half. Yeah, when they're healthy and, and George and Kawhi are playing, they're going to beat the Jazz. I mean, did you see the Jazz the other night, what the Kings did to them? I know they have Markkanen. I know they have Clarkson. I don't care. Neither one of those guys are as good as PG and Kawhi when they're healthy. Uh, I love this Magic team. Uh, they're two and a half point favorites in Portland tonight, 221 and a half the total. Yeah, I don't think Portland knows whether they're coming or going right now with all the changes and no more Dame, and they made all those moves. I think their future's bright. 
They got a lot of picks. They got a lot of players. I don't think they figured it out at all yet. And it's a perfect chance for a young Orlando team that's good to come in and beat them. Uh, and the Warriors are in Sacramento tonight against the Kings. Kings minus three and a half, 237 and a half the total. They played a great first round series last year. Yeah, I bet on the Kings this morning. I laid three. I'm on the Kings, too. Uh, I, mean, I like the over as well. Uh, I think the Kings are going to, once again, I mean, they're going to rack up 135 by themselves tonight. Every night. The Warriors. They're going to score lots Every of points. Night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider and joins us on Sports Grid and on Coast to Coast regularly. And on Fridays, it is a double shot of Adam. And we started off with fallout from Thursday night. And how the Bills got it done. They didn't cover, but at least they won for their own standing. They did, in fact. Uh, the Bucks got the backdoor cover late because the Bills kept suffering some bad penalties on defense and gave the Bucks yet another chance to score. But you know, the, the MVP of the, of the game for the Bills, punter Sam Martin, was incredible. He pinned the Bucks inside their 10 several times. The Bucks could not get out of their own way. They could not move the football. It was, it was a tough watch. I mean, if you really look at Pharrell, their three losses in a row and why their season right now, they, they have their the losing record at, at three and four after starting the season three and one. It's their inability to move the football. They're just not moving the, the ball well at all. They ran it well with Rashad White or moved the ball well with him. But the bottom line is they're struggling throwing the football. Mayfield's numbers, Baker Mayfield's numbers look better than he really played, and it, it's been a struggle. They really are. I mean, they, they let's put it this way. If, if you watch the game, it felt like the Bills should have won the game by 20 or more. That's how much they dominated the game. But they had some bad penalties and just overall could have played better. You know, their offense was phenomenal in the first half, uh, but they only had the one touchdown uh, in the second half. Now, what I did like is Gabe Davis, who's on the funny of his rookie deal, who's one of the starting wide receivers, who's kind of inconsistent, had a great game. And for all, when you look at his career, it's been a bunch of shot plays and not much else. But he did a lot of the short area routes, and I really like that. And the other great story for them is Dalton Kincaid, who they traded up for in the first round of tight end to take over for Dawson Knox right now. Did a great job. Very active. Almost scored two touchdowns. That was great to see. If you have him in fantasy, you got to feel pretty good about it. But overall, Josh Allen, he played well. But they they bogged down a little bit in the red zone area, which was a little bit disappointing. But, look, they won the game. As you said, they didn't cover. They should have because they dominated. But that's been the story of this season. It looks like you know a team like the Bills, right? Allen competes; he completes 31 passes, so and for over 300 yards. But somehow they only have 24 points. That's been the story of this season. Teams can move the ball, but they can't score in the red zone. I mean, honestly, it's a month straight of them not really playing uh, great football, average football, average scoring, uh, average Josh Allen. And do you think that? When it's all said and done, that they're going to give a bunch of money to Gabe Davis? I don't. Yeah, and the thing is, he's just not been consistent. He's been a, he's been a good story for a, for a former fourth-round pick in 2020, but he's got to play more consistent football. Then, oh, Khalil Shakir, who's a second-year receiver out of Boise, did really, really well. I know they're pretty happy about that. 
uh, to, to add as a third receiver. This, that was his breakout game as a professional. That was a good story. But yeah, it, the thing is just Manning is they just, they, for some reason, they're not as crisp on offense as they should be. But again, they won. Now, I cannot wait for that game. Next Sunday night in Cincy, the Bills will play there. And that, that, that's a huge game. And then the Bucks will play at the improved Texans. Look, the Texans are no pushover. They're actually competing for a wild card spot in the AFC. Who, th- who could think it? But they're doing that right now. The way the Bills have been playing, and I'll give them credit, they won. Good for you. I bet they go to Cincinnati and lose. Well, we'll and we'll talk about in the second segment the, the Bengal-Niner game. Can't wait to see that one. But the bottom line is, as you said, they won the game. They found a way to win. And by the way, their defense is banged up. Ed Oliver was able to play last night. That was big. That helped them. There's no question about it. But da- Daquan Jones, their other starting def- tackle, is out uh, for the end of the regular season at least. You worry about that. Matt Milano, one of the best linebackers in football, he's going to be out for several weeks. And you worry about that. And that that's something that they'll look at as we get closer to Tuesday's trade deadline, what they need to improve. But they are 5-3. and three. They're still in it for the AFC East. And we'll see what the Dolphins do as they host the Patriots on Sunday. Is there a, a level of uh, hope that Milano can actually play football again this year after breaking his leg and having surgery? Yeah, the only... Right. The only question is, can he come back for the playoffs? Him and him and Daquan Jones, that's the question. Is Could they come back in January or February? Forget about the rest of the regular season. Now, Milano's coming back to the club. He's going to rehab there, from what I understand. But we, I, I don't think the fans, for all here, understand how great Milano is. One of the two or three best coverage linebackers in the National Football League. Really good tackler. Not the biggest guy in the world, but been a great story of development. And th- that's devastating. And don't forget, uh, their best corner, uh, Tredavious White, out for the season. So they've got a lot of defensive injuries to get through. And yet another reason why they're only five and three. So let's look at week eight's key game injuries and lineup updates. Let's start with the Jags and Steelers in Pittsburgh. All right, let's update this. So Jay, Zay Jones, as I told you yesterday, was not going to play. He's our number three receiver. He's got this recurring knee injury. Now the, the Jags have their bye week next week. The hope is that he comes back after it. He re-injured his knee in their London game a, a few weeks ago. So he's out. Jamal Agnew, who's their punt and kickoff returner, he'll fill in. But Zay Jones is one of the best number three receivers in the league. And he's excellent in the red zone. They've absolutely missed him. Now, here's the good news. Tyson Campbell practiced a bit more the last couple of days. He's their starting corner, one of the best corners in the National Football League. Probably a top five, top six corner. Fans around the National Football League should know him. He's really good. He did practice a little bit more late in this week with a hamstring injury. So the hope is that he'll be able to play against your Steelers in Pittsburgh. And then for the Steelers, thank goodness Deontay Johnson took his reps today. He took all his reps. He's good to go. He gave him a scare with a small setback yesterday, but he's ready to go. So that is really big because if Tyson Campbell could play, he'll probably get masked up uh, on on, uh, Deontay Johnson. And Oh, by the way, Joey Porter Jr., he's told reporters he's going to play. He was limited today at corner. And as we told you yesterday, he's eventually going to start uh, at at cornerback. And he's going to be a stud, by the way. I know he's a second-round pick. They play a high percentage of man coverage comparatively to the other teams. And he's going to be a really good football player for them. And uh, this is a good matchup. This is one of the top three or four matchups of the week. And by the way, the Jags are two-and-a-half-point favorite in Pittsburgh. Are you surprised they're favored there? I am. Now, now let's let's call it like it is. I know you keep saying, hey, the, the Steelers are finding ways to win on that three-game winning streak. They don't look good doing it. The defense is sort of carrying the offense. It was great to see Pickett bring the team back in the fourth quarter. That's been the best part of his career. But their offense is challenged. Kenny Pickett, only one game out of 18 in his career with multiple touchdown passes. They're still challenged in the past game. The running game was a little bit better last week. Defensively, they're kind of carrying them. And the over-under would, would reflect it for all. It's only 41, despite the obvious talent the Steers have on offense. They're underachieving on that side of the football. The Jaguars have been inconsistent. Trevor Lawrence is going to play with his knee injury. He's got to get together here with Calvin Ridley. Their chemistry has not been good. Ridley's dropped some passes. He hasn't been quite as good as he was earlier in the season. That's why this number is low. But the Jaguars are clearly better. Now, they've shown the ability for all to win on the road. That's hard to do. And I, I could understand why they're the favorite here. But, again, it's only two and a half. All right, let's talk about the Eagles and Commanders at the dump in Landover. Yeah, I, I had to add this because let's not forget, Pharrell, the first game was incredible, one of the best games of the season where the Commanders took the Eagles in overtime in Philly in week four. 
They blew that big lead. The Eagles were able to come back in that game. Sam Howell had his best game as a professional. They could not get to him. But since week four, it's been downhill. The most sacked quarterback in the National Football League, 40 times in just seven games. You're looking at it on pace for over 80 this season. And what I'm told Pharrell is with Howell when, when, when people look at his tape, he steps in the pocket, he climbs it, and he runs into his offensive line. He runs into contact. You can't do that. He's got to stop playing frenetically. He's got to stand and deliver like he did against the Eagles in that game. They hit him, by the way. They hit him. In fact, that's when Nick Marr, the veteran linebacker, had three sacks uh, against them in that first matchup. But he's not playing well right now. That, that's a worry. And by the way, their offensive line's banged up. Sadiq Charles, one of their starting guards, won't play. Now, for the Eagles, this is a big one. The number one, one run defense in the National Football League, Jordan Davis, who got hurt yesterday, who's been awesome in his second year, the former first-round pick last year out of Georgia. He's got a hamstring injury. He got hurt in yesterday's practice. He did not work today. That's not a good sign for L. But the reason why they're listing him is questionable is because he has a chance to play now. The one thing I'll say about the Eagles at D-Tackle is they're the deepest team in the National Football League. Why? They have seven defensive tackles on the roster, Pharrell, which is ridiculous. So if Jordan Davis can't play, they'll be okay. But he's phenomenal against the run. And again, he's having a breakout season. And that would impact their run defense, though, if he couldn't play. What's been the worry in Philly with Hurts' knee? What's the level of intensity on people talking about what's wrong with his knee? Yeah, now he's okay. Now, here's the thing. A, he's not only injured report. B, he's wearing a brace. I believe it's his net le- left knee. It's protected. The question now going forward here, and if you do props for fantasy, is how much he's going to run. And even before he hurt his knee three or four weeks ago, he just didn't look explosive running. He's physical, and he's tough, and he's shifty, but he's not as explosive as last season. Now, again, he's not on the injury report. He's fine. He's taken all his reps in practice. But on your point, and by the way, Yes, Washington doesn't blitz a lot, but they got to him a little bit in that first matchup. Uh, they, if you remember, he he didn't play well in the first half, but way better in the second half. And you're right, Pharrell, to bring that up because, again, yeah, he's not on the injury report, but as he admitted in his press conference this week, he said he's banged up, the knee's been banged up, so that's something we're, we're going to watch in Landover on Sunday. Let me ask you, I mean, they effed around with him in Philly. Are they going to F around with him here? I, they're going to be okay. And by the way, Lane Johnson, this is worth mentioning on your point and how it's connected. Lane Johnson, if you remember, he had an ankle injury. They were really worried two weeks ago. He, too, is not on the injury report. In fact, he took all his reps in the game last week. So he's good to go. The question is how much, A, they run hurts, and B, how much will they run the ball? Because, as you know, the Eagles would rather throw the ball than run it to win. That That's just the way they, they, they like to come out throwing and then run to win the second half. But it's not easy against the Commanders. But the Commanders are also a little bit banged up on defense. One of their linebackers is out for this game. Fans, wait for this next segment. It's a bust a cap in your ass Friday. He's going to give you his picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
right, before we get into Adam's plays, uh, we still have to break down a couple of games. Uh, how about uh, we start with the Bengals at the Niners in Santa Clara? Oh, this is big. This just came in, Pharrell. So Brock Purdy, this is this like never happens with concussion protocol, but he took just about all the reps in Friday's practice. I understand it's a light practice, but that's not the point. The point is, in their last practice of the week, he took a majority of the reps. So what's going to happen tomorrow is he's going to he's going to take the last concussion test. If he passes, he will start on Sunday. Pharrell, this is amazing. It usually takes six or se- six and a half to seven days to pass through the protocol completely it's rare you could do it in six days but right now it's looking good it didn't look that great on wednesday but he did he took the majority of the reps today so sam darnold right now will probably not start unless something happens today unless he does not purdy pass that that last test so this is great news i I was not optimistic earlier in the week because remember now purdy flying back technically tuesday a.m didn't feel right, and he got immediately put into the protocol. But, man, I, I'm hoping he doesn't have a setback. This is phenomenal news. And and quite frankly, Pharrell, this is a great game. This is one of the marquee games, not only of the week, really, on the of the year with, with Burrow. It was great, obviously. He has not been listed on the injury report with his calf injury for three weeks. You've got Purdy. Now, I know he didn't play well Monday night. He had a couple picks. But, obviously, he's been a great story of development. Uh, so, other than that, we know that their left tackle is not going to play Trent Williams. He's got the ankle injury. As you know, he missed the last game. Debo Samuel's not playing with the hairline fracture of his shoulder. They hope to get him back after the bye. So that obviously hurts the matchup a little bit for them. But having Purdy right now, which is trending towards playing, is absolutely huge. And by the way, the Bengals, let me tell you how hard their schedule is. They do not play as of now. A team with a losing record until week 14 when they host the Colts. So their schedule is getting harder. I know they've had a two-game winning streak, but they're only 3-3. Three and three. So do you believe at any stretch that after the Cleveland game and the Minnesota game that, well, I already know, if he loses this game to Burrow at Levi's, the media in San Francisco is going to start turning on him. And then my question is, well, you know that's inevitable. If he loses three in a row, they're going to turn on him, and and the love affair is going to be over. The honeymoon is over. And then my question is, do you believe that their front office is worried after what they saw in Cleveland and Minnesota from Purdy when he looked rather pedestrian? Okay, let's get back to the Cleveland game. First of all, bad weather, windy, cold, on the road. Both quarterbacks didn't play well. It, and, and, and as Kyle Shanahan, their head coach, said that was a grimy game. They knew going in that what the weather was going to be like. No, this last game on the road at, at, at Minneapolis made some great throws in that game, had a couple bad picks. This guy's a young quarterback who went, who came out of nowhere, the last pick overall last year, and he's been absolutely terrific. And by the way, he was he's been a pretty good road quarterback. Now they're at home. It, you got to put context to it. It depends how they lose. Now, let's call it like it is. Yes, you're right. Purdy turned the ball over. Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, called that blitz at the wrong time, as he admitted. Kyle Shannon said it was a mistake. And you saw what Kirk Cousins did. He did an unbelievable game. And by the way, one of the best Monday night games of the season by both teams. But no, I, I don't th- he's the guy. He's played well. And here's the other thing, by the way, with Brock Purdy, no matter how well he plays, even if they win the Super Bowl, they cannot extend his contract if it was third season by NFL rules. So it's been a great story. No, let's not forget, Debo Samuel's not playing. Trent Williams not expected to play. That does matter. But yes, you're right to bring it up. You can't have those picks. And he's a guy that, by the way, does not typically force it. That second pick was bad. That's thrown in double coverage. All right, let's talk about the uh, Browns and Seahawks game in Lumen. Yeah, so as you know, P.J. Walker will, will start again for Deshaun Watson, who did not look good on those four passes with the, with the right shoulder, which is near the rotator cuff. Now, this is the thing about P.J. Walker, people don't understand. I, I, I get it. He's a journeyman, and he shouldn't be playing, but he is. He's, he's the best that they got behind Watson. He still is 5-3. and three. Yes, their defense is playing exceptionally well, though they had a couple hiccups against the Colts last week. But it, it, it's when you look at the futility of this, this, this Browns franchise, and people could say what, all they want about how good the Browns really are, but yeah, they're four and two. Only the second time in 20 years, Pharrell, that they've, they've got a winning record after six games. Think about the futility, Pharrell. And that head coach, Kevin Stefanski, is that head coach 
who's been, who's done it twice. He did it in 2020, his first year, and he's doing it this year. Uh, the, the 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 somewhat optimistic news when we move to the roster here is Jerome Ford, who's got a mild high ankle sprain. It's still a high ankle sprain, and in running back, he surprised even their players. He started working today, so he's questionable now. If he can't play, it'll be Kareem Hunt. But that's amazing because they didn't think he had a chance to play early this week, and they are leaving for for Seattle. That's a long flight, but this is great news. And by the way, if they win this week and go to five and two, they host the lowly Cardinals in Week Nine. So things are looking good here. And great news with Jerome Ford that somehow he's able to practice today. Now, for the Seahawks, really good news. DK Metcalf, who had two injuries last week, hip and ribs, that's why he didn't play last week. He's good to go. He's been clear to play. That's great news. Now, they lost their best pass rusher in Nwosu for the season with a torn pectoral muscle. That's why they brought back the guy they drafted in 2015 in the second round, Frank Clark. He's back. He's going to play this week. Now, they changed their defense since he was there. But the bottom line, he's back. Losing Nwosu is not good. That's a problem. This is going to be a fun game in Seattle Sunday afternoon. I'm looking forward to this one. All right, it's time for Busted Cabin, yo ass. Every week, Adam gives us all of his picks on Sunday pain day NFL games. We'll start, and there's a bevy of them, so we got a whole ass. Houston and Carolina and Charlotte. Carolina's getting three. Like the Texans to get the job done in the battle of the first two quarterbacks in this draft, obviously Bryce Young and Stroud. Robert Woods will not play at receiver, who's one of their starters at receiver, but the Texans call off their bye, well-rested. They will win this game. Rams and Cowboys into Jerry's world, Dallas laying six. Yeah, and, and it would be more, but the Rams are very scrappy and tough. Dallas is another team calling off their bye. Expect them to play well after the bye, and, and Dak Prescott, by the way, is playing better lately. They'll handle these scrappy Rams. Yeah, the scrappy uh, Rams. How about crappy Rams after the Steelers kicked their ass in L.A.? I think crappy fits better. Uh, I think their season's going down the drain this weekend. They'll lose again and again and again. Uh, Minnesota at Green Bay. Green Bay is getting one and a half at Lambeau. How about that? How about the Packers as a home dog, which is almost hard to believe? The Vikings are trying to get in the playoffs. How about Kirk Cousins playing great football? Why aren't we talking about him in the running for the – MVP on offense playing great best ball of his career. He won an unbelievable game. He had Monday night. I'm going to pick the Vikings to win this game. Wow. Saints and Colts at Lucas oil. Indies getting one at home. Yeah. And the saints and Derek Carr, they're throwing the ball too much over 100 times over the last two weeks. The Colts are banged up a corner. Saints are the better team, by the way. And they will win this game. And we should mention Juwan Johnson, clear to play, who's their athletic tight end, who's their slot tight end. He's missed several weeks with a calf injury, but he's going to play this week. That's big for their offense. The Pats go to Hard Rock to see the Finns. Miami's laying nine and a half. By the way, Tyreek Hill, clear to play off the hip, off the hip injury. He gave people a scare on Wednesday. He's good to go. I give Mac Jones credit. He really rebounded after, against the Bills last week, but it ain't going to happen this week in Miami where they're, they're unstoppable. And they beat up on the bad teams, as you and I talked about on Monday. The Jets and Giants at Snoopy. The Jets are laying three. The Jets are favored in a game. And by the way, both starting corners for the Jets are cleared. They'll have no problems against Tyrod Taylor, who did play really well last week. We'll give him credit for that. Uh, the Jags Steelers in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's getting two at home. I like this as a tight game. It's either two or two and a half, I guess, whatever book you look at. But this week, the Jags are playing fantastic football. They're finding ways to win. Their defense is good. If Tyson Campbell plays a cornerback, they will beat your Steelers and they will cover that number. You are a backstabber. I always knew that you would stick a knife in my chest on a weekly basis. He's a Philly homer. He hates the Steelers and constantly ribbing me against my team. I hate you forever. Atlanta and Tennessee at Nissan. Tennessee's getting two and a half at home. Will, the Will Levis debut at quarterback. And, and, and the Falcons, they need this game. They're still in first place. The Titans are playing for next season. They can have more trades by Tuesday's deadline. The Falcons will win and have no problem in this game. Your Eagles are at the dump and laying seven against the Commanders. The big number. They're not playing great football. They absolutely smoked them in, in Washington last season. They'll cover it because the quarterback, Sam Howell, is not playing well ever since 
Hal played out of his mind in week four, but it's not going to happen this week. He's always rolling with the Eagles. You see that, fan? You see what he does there? Steelers lose. Eagles win. Steelers don't cover. Eagles cover. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Fly, Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S. That's all I ever hear from this guy. Pain in my ass. Cleveland and Seattle at Lumen. Seattle's laying three and a hook. Yes. Seattle's not great at home, as we've talked about all season, but they'll have no problem against P.J. Walker here. And, And Frank Clark's debut as a pass rusher, Seattle will get the job done. Why are you so down on P.J. Uh, Walker? Because uh, he's better than Deshaun Watson. Well, Watson, he's played, come on. He's played I mean, better he's, than him. Way better. He's hanging in, but their, defense, but their defense is why they're winning. Come on. Well, I know that, but, I mean, this guy's played better than the $260 million jewel heist. And by the way, he's got a winning record as the quarterback. I know. He's hanging in there. Uh, Baltimore, Arizona, and by the way, uh, that game with San Francisco, uh, that was not some sloppy, horrible weather, cold, snow, rain. They just got their ass beat is what happened. That wasn't a bad weather day. I'll show you bad weather. You're from from Philly. You know what bad weather is (laughs) when you don't have power for six days. Bad weather in Cleveland, my ass. Baltimore and Arizona in the desert. Baltimore's laying nine and a half. By the way, Kyler Murray's not ready to play, so they're going to stick with Josh Dobbs. And Baltimore's bet offense was unbelievable last week. They'll have no problems in Arizona, in Phoenix, and they'll, they'll smoke the Cardinals. So didn't you say uh, that Browns play Arizona next week in Cleveland? Isn't that what you said? Uh, yep, yep. And like so, I said, if the Browns uh, win this thing, they're looking great in this division if somehow they can but, beat Seattle. But will Kyler Murray start? Will that be his first start, the game in Cleveland? He's got, he's got a shot because he took a lot of work with the ones this week, but they wanted to give him that third week. So look for it. Very well could be activated next week. He, in fact, he should be at least the number two quarterback next week leading into that game. Uh, Kansas City laying seven at Denver. Yeah, and by the way, Denver played them really tough. Remember, Kansas City just covered that nine-and-a-half-point spread a few weeks ago. Kansas City will win it, but they don't look great on offense. Let's be honest. Their defense is carrying them. Uh, so are they going to cover or not? No, I don't think. I don't look in there. You go. There you go. Cincy at the Niners. Niners laying four. If I knew Purdy was not playing, I would have definitely picked the, the Bengals straight up. But since Purdy right now looks like he's going to play, I look for the, the Niners to win by six or more in that in this game. It, it, it this is a game changer because Sam Darnold. He just doesn't function so well at quarterback. That's why he's been a, a number two quarterback for years. All right, Sunday night, Bears and Chargers in uh, so high. Chargers laying eight and a half. Chargers will take care of that to win by 10 or more. Bust a cap in your ass. Another edition is in the books. Enjoy the games on Sunday. We'll see you Monday. Getting ready for Monday night football, Adam. Have a great weekend, buddy. You too. Thank you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, 
Ferrella finish. Uh, tonight's NHL slate, six games. I like all the home teams. Vegas, Carolina, the Devils, Washington, Arizona, and Vancouver. It's just the way it shakes out. It's not about them playing at home. It's about them, in my view, being better than the teams that they're facing. Uh, Tyson Fury and Francis Naganu fight tomorrow night on pay-per-view. Dana White fires back at critics calling him a sellout for partnering with Bud Light. He said it's not about the money. And usually when they say it's not about the money, it is about the money. He said it's because they spend so much money on vets and homeless people and all these programs that Bud Light does. Uh, that's why he is interested in partnering with them. And I actually believe it's still about the money. <laughs> uh, Jorge Masvidal targeting a boxing career. He wants to start fighting in uh, 24. Northwestern State cancels their football season. The head coach resigns after the death of one of their players. A driver busted for driving in the HOV lane with a scary clown dummy on his passenger seat. I did that for three years straight in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was a Dodger fan, though, with sunglasses. I did a better job. Who drives around with a scary clown? Unless you are a scary clown. Former incel threatened to shoot up Chad's and Stacy's at Arizona University to cause mass tragedy. Chad's and Stacy's. The guy wanted to kill all the frat and sorority chicks. A bear attacks a security guard in an Aspen hotel kitchen. That is awesome. Alabama school bus driver caught four times the legal limit, hammered driving the kids around to school. Former U of San Diego quarterback sues the school alleging sexual hazing in the residence hall and locker room. How about the pervert stories of the San Diego football team and their hazing rituals? I mean, this stuff's some kinky sex. I couldn't believe it. Eight centimeter long roundworm larva extracted from a woman's brain in Australia. <laughs> Jesus. GTD is next. Go to ForAllOnEvents.com. I'll see you tomorrow at 1 o'clock for in-game live all access to Joe Ranieri. Have a good night. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.